What's up, podcast world? It's your boy, Jay Money, and I'm here to give you a song. Pastor Ron, take it away. You're here to what? Oh, I thought you were going to sing. Oh, oh gosh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Front Sight. I'm here with three of my best friends in the whole world. Pastor Ron, say what's up. What's up? Rodney Charles Kilborn, say what's up. Inverted, but yes, what's up? Yes. All right, and and the piece Inverted of, by that, the name. The yes. piece of resistance. Yes. Jacob Miller. What's up? That's yes. what I'm talking about. So I have a story to tell you guys. Okay. Um, oh, I actually have two stories. Let me tell you this one first. Oh, boy. All right. This one happened yesterday. Uh, one of the faithful li- listeners, there's not there's not many that are actually faithful, but one of the Wait, faithful what? listeners of Front Sight came up to me and said that I say, yeah, 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 all the time. Okay. Yeah. I like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Pastor Ron, you talk and then I listened to like one of the last episodes, and I was like, dang, he was right. I say, was yeah, he? yeah, yeah, all the time. And then he showed me this video of like Looney Tunes, <laughs> and like there's wow. this character that does the same thing. Wow. And I felt really ashamed. So uh, I just wanted to say, if you guys hear me say that again today, I'm just trying not to. It's like a bad nice. habit that I'm trying to get off of. And it really just makes me overwhelmed. Which which Looney Tunes? Oh my gosh! There it was. They didn't know what there it was. We'll go back to that. Yes, which Looney Tunes character was? <laughs> it was like you know the chicken that's like it's like I say I say I say I say that guy. Um, apparently there's like Fog a horn Leghorn. Yeah 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 that guy. Yeah. There's like a ferret or something. Oh, I said it! Oh my god! I just pointed at him. Oh Did you hear him gosh, say it? Oh my gosh! I said it. <laughs> just pointed at him. <laughs> Oh man! But look, ought to be fair. Like, don't point at me. How many times I say um when I listen to myself? I think I say um like every four words. And Dude, that's, as a speaker, you're supposed to like improve and not do that. Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to change that. So I get that. So is it a faithful listener that actually points out like the goofy things we do? You think, or is that like a Judas Iscariot? Um, like, what is that? I really just see like the faith and other other things that they do. Um, you oh, know. Oh yeah, you're thanks, trying thanks. to find the positive. Yeah, yeah. I just really like. I well, this this listener is faithful because he gives me gifts all the time. Oh yeah, yeah you know, know you know who you are. Know. You know who you are. Yeah, the secret admirer. <laughs> what he is let's just call it like you i know who you are and i know you're listening and right now you are jordan's secret admirer yes so hey you know what jordan expects from you on the net after this episode he expects a dozen roses gosh please please do not come to church with a dozen roses please no and you need to write on each rose you need to handwrite the word yeah so 12 roses of yeah i'm probably gonna say that like four times in this episode anyways it's fine (laughs) i'm loving this i'm loving this today um you know you saw the episode you know what it is It's, it's overwhelmed and today i got really overwhelmed because i walked to work today um like five minutes late and all of everyone here for this podcast was already ready to go. <laughs> and I still had to use the bathroom. Oh. And 
it was terrible. I yeah. was very was overwhelmed. A little overwhelmed, yeah. 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 So obviously you're reading the you're reading the. It, you should know Jordan's pattern by now. Yeah. And and about three fourths <laughs> into his introduction, he slides in a segue to the title, and so you're seeing it. But more importantly to me than the title, are you seeing the number? Yeah. Like this is our fiftieth. Oh, we turn fifty. That half, is overwhelming. Half of a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god half of a hundred but i mean it's it's our 50th i don't know if that means anything i necessarily think that's a big number or not but i mean that's quite a bit it's actually almost a year it's actually almost a year yeah two wow. more episodes um and we will be at a year which by the way don't want to i'm not going to tell you just yet because we want to save that um you keep listening because the very first of the year since we have spent a year together at the end of this year, beginning of next, um, I have some special like plans, if you will, some things that we're going to go, a direction we're going to take, and just stay tuned for that. I know you do, but this is our 50th, and so we thought about it, and we were going to come up with 50 um, things that Jordan does, <laughs> and we've already listed like 12 of them. Yes. <laughs> And then we're going to come up. Yes. Yeah, we were going to come up for with our top ten statements that Jacob makes. Mm, There's mm, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's the other one. Right. <laughs> and the we ten. really want to we really want to get this on YouTube video because you guys need to see the body language between Rodney and Jordan. Oh they, my gosh, it's so bad. We need to switch table. We need to switch tables, Jacob. We yeah. got to put them opposite of each. We in another. We need to put them. Wait, um, next to each other. Yeah, it's next to each other. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Thanks, Rodney. Thank you. Every time I accidentally look at Rodney, I'm just so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? No, don't tell us what that means. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Make, right? I don't that, normally laugh this hard. <laughs> That was good. But does, does that make you overwhelmed, Rodney? Wait, you should have come back with that guy that's featured in like the beer commercials. I don't normally laugh this hard, but yeah. when I do, I'm looking at Jordan. But when <laughs> no, I what? I've never seen that before. <laughs> what? The Dos Equis guy? This turned into like... I'm not too into beer. He's honestly. Not, oh, wow. Wow. That's just me, though. Yeah. You know? Just a subtle turnabout slam. I love that. Sorry. No, Sorry. He's, he's still drinking the honest uh, apple juice. Yeah. So. <laughs> Something like that. Dude, apple juice is good. Apple juice is not. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're on our 50th. So you know what I thought? I thought we could remind ourselves, since it's almost been a year, um, we we haven't said this in a while, that Frontsight's mission statement. And where mm. does it come from? It comes from 2 Timothy 2. Um, verses 1 through 7, and I'm not going to read all, but I want to read the one, most important verse in that, where it says, No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits, since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. Mm. Other versions say the commander, um, if you will. The, so it's like the spiritual commander. So the goal of uh, Front Sight is helping men discover biblical manhood and to reclaim their role as a man, as a father, as a husband, as a leader, to lead themselves, now listen, if you haven't heard this in a while, to lead themselves, lead their wives, lead their families, and influence culture. Mm, yeah. So that last part is what I'm going to focus on year two, sort of give you a, uh, a teaser of where we're headed. So we've, we've almost spent a year together, and so we're going to do something different next year. But this is 50, so what is, uh, what is Front Sight? When you look at our logo, our graphic logo, it is Faithful, Focused, Fearless. There are three points, if you will. The the outer two sort of focus on the rear aperture, 
And obviously the one right in the middle is the front sight. And so right in front sight is faithful. And so we have focused, we have fearless, and then right in the middle, um, we have that faithful, if you know what I mean. And so, and to be honest, you can move any one of those three around, which is what I love about that. If, if, if it's what fearless is where you're dealing, put that right on the front side. If I need to be faithful, put that on the front side. If it's focused, put all of them together, mm-hmm. and you're not looking at the rear aperture, you're not you're not focusing on any other anything else. You put all of them together, focus on the front side, manhood comes into into the, yeah. a clear picture. Yeah. And I love, love, love what we're doing here um, at Front Sight. I also love the Bible study that's been started that's come out of that. Rodney's just doing a phenomenal job of taking those notes. And each one of you guys here in the room, uh, Jacob, um, Jordan, you guys are just doing a great job of continuing to talk to other men um, and just, you know, build relationships. I mean, what this has done, yeah. I can't believe it's almost been a year. I've seen like a lot of what Frontside is about already happening. Like, even mm. though like we're like talking about going into a new year where we're going to be kind of going like, you know, an extra step, I've right. seen a lot of, a lot of like the mission of Frontside coming into fruition already for those who yeah. are, who are listening. I agree. I agree. I yeah. love that so much. All right. Well, let's dial in uh, this, this episode here. So this was has a threefold a reason behind it. The timing of the year, obviously, I'm overwhelmed. And obviously, there's, there's going to be seasons where throughout the year you're overwhelmed. You may not be overwhelmed. You may be actually looking forward to this time of year because you, you get to be at home a little bit more with your kiddos. You sort of rush, rush, rush to the end of the year. For some of you, it's sort of your end of your fiscal year, and things are already set in motion, and, and so now you can relax a little bit. Maybe you've saved up vacation, and you've got two weeks of vacation. I don't know. But for some, uh, it, it's it's a tough time mm-hmm. for a number of reasons. It's it's game on financially. You want to finish the year faithfully. Uh, you know that you're getting ready to spend a lot of time with you know family. You want to make sure you're faithful there. Maybe there's just a lot of things compounded, uh, resting on your shoulders, your heart, your head, and your mind. And you're like, I need to tell somebody I'm overwhelmed. Like this is a lot on mm-hmm. me right now, and um, I need help. So we're going to look at that just really quickly in this episode. And so you see the title, I'm overwhelmed. How can I um, have help to overcome stress? Now, please listen to the next part and help in destructive patterns of behavior. Mm. So for some reason, don't know why, for some reason, when guys, and I'm one, we're all one in this room, Yeah. so I'm speaking to us, for some reason, when men get overwhelmed, we cave differently to stress than, than our, our wives mm. and women. Typically, mm-hmm. and we go into destructive patterns of behavior. That could be addictions. Maybe you used to have a foul mouth and you've changed, but now under such stressful patterns, words come back out of your mouth. Maybe you used to have somewhat of an interest, maybe an addiction to pornography, but under moments of stress and downtime, you find yourself alone in the truck and there on your handheld device for five minutes you go back to do something destructive. Wow. Maybe it's in a moment of just, you've done better with a temper. And, and right, dial in temper. Temper could be anything from small to large scale. Maybe you have a little, you, you have a difficult time expressing emotions or words when you're under stress. And now you find yourself, like we talked about the last few episodes, like one was, you know, I help I'm grouchy. Um, maybe it's that. 
Mm. And that maybe you fall back into sort of that behavior. That's what I mean. Yeah, for a lot some of guys reason, just fall yeah, back into whatever's like comfortable, whatever mm. provides like safety, like all of these things, like are almost like escapes. That's like a what good you're. Way. A lot of what you're listening are just like escapes. So like, what what we're learning is in this episode, I guess, is how to not, how to how to face, um, like you know, overwhelming yeah. situations, yeah, and face it with with like courage right you know like yeah. without without the need to fall back into into whatever addictions or anything that's a really good way to say it and duh i literally just text someone like right before we were going on oh yeah air. i saw you texting i and i can't believe like you said those words but i can't one believe that i didn't say those because that's literally what i just texted this individual <laughs> i was like sometimes we need to change our mindset that when we get to where we are they become a safe spot. I didn't say those words, but I should have said those words. Those were better than what I texted. I kind of want to go back on the oh, iPhone almost, and it's almost edit even it. more a comfort, comfort than safety because yeah, because there's nothing really safe about really bad habits. Mm, really, yeah. they're they're like you said, they're destructive. Right, but it's easy. Right, it's easy yeah. and you it's know, familiar. Yeah, familiar. Yeah. Why does somebody get in an argument with their wife, whatever? They go walk over and turn on the Xbox or PlayStation or yeah. whatever it is, yeah, and do that. It's destructive, mm -hmm. but it's right. easy to do. You know, right. it makes you feel yeah. like you accomplish something. Just oh, something you know you're, you can win. You're at. a winner. Yeah, mm. whatever. Um, no, that's that's a really good way to describe on a sports game. You know, and oh, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, nothing wrong with sports. Nothing wrong with you know, like playing games as long as it just doesn't become so comfortable that you see it as safe when it's actually not safe. That's a yeah. really good way to exactly. say it. Yeah. It's actually the, destructive. The and, unsafe room. Yeah. The un, Wow. Yeah. And, and it makes us feel that way. So my point in all that is, for some reason, men, when we're overwhelmed, we just turn to those safe, comfortable, familiar zones that are destructive more than they are healthy. And, and mm. yet it's the easiest thing to do at that moment to let a word slip, to let anger come out, to go to something than it is to deal with it. Well, let's add this up, all right? So here, here are the components of our lives. So what I mean to do by this is just show you like how easy it is to become overwhelmed because mm -hmm. we are dealing with so much. There's, there's children, family, work, school, personal time, time in general, like do I have enough time for this? I don't have enough time for this. Downtime can be a, a, a perceived safe zone, but it's not. Friends slash social life spiritual life, seasonal life. You add all of that up on mm. your shoulders. So what I'm saying is take a realistic look at, at all the things you're you're trying to carry right now and be realistic about that. Like, I don't want to go back to the wheelbarrow illustration, if you will, like yeah. Jordan didn't know we were joking oh. about that. <laughs> but I honestly can remember, like this just came to my mind when I first learned to use a wheelbarrow. Like there was a, there's an appropriate way to load a wheelbarrow so it's right it's one wheel so it doesn't fall to one side or to the other there's an appropriate way to put like that thing is built specifically for a specific load loaded a specific way for a specific weight to accomplish a specific task mm -hmm. so are you and when we become overloaded we shift to the right or to the left or it dumps on us or it's just too heavy we can't actually do what we were meant to do now think about this especially this season Hurry. These are words that describe this season. Hurry, frantic, 
being overwhelmed, out of control, mm. right? There's just so much. Like just in the last few days, I'm trying to accomplish the Christmas list and pull everything together. Uh, just like you guys are, I'm trying to, you know, buy here, go there, be that. I'm trying to, you know, produce and write and meet and love and minister and serve. Right, you know, right now we could all feel just like I'm in a hurry and overwhelmed, you know. The, the age old uh, statement, you know, there's never enough time in a day. Exactly. Exactly. And never, which there isn't. There's, there's not. You know, we pack more into our schedule as Americans than any other culture mm-hmm. packs into our schedules. We're obsessed with going faster. I read this a, a few years ago and I sort of found it. Listen to this we buy things uh, that even indicate speed. We ship items with FedEx. We have phone companies called Sprint. We balance our checkbook with Quicken, and we diet with Slim Fast. <laughs> I think that may have been Chuck Swindoll, sort of witty um, there. But think about that. Everything about us is built on being fast, like yeah. do it, hurry, frantic, hurry, frantic. So what do you do when you're fast feeling food. Huh? Oh, fast food. Talking yeah. about a bad, safe, slash yeah. destructive. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. I mean, you know, like Rihanna's in our household is trying to get us away from, like, using the microwave. I'm in such the habit of using the microwave for everything. That's like, oh, my gosh. And to sit there and wait on, like, this little toaster yeah, oven thing yeah. to come, like, I can't even wait six minutes for toast, you know? I'm like, good Lord, six minutes feels like 30, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I get that. So what do we do when we feel overwhelmed? All right, well, number one. Okay, hang on. You're going to ignore me on this one. I'm just telling you, it's going to fall like my dad says. It's going to fall like a lead balloon. You're going to miss it. Check your security. Hmm. When you're feeling overwhelmed, our security is in something else that is unstable. Wow. Paycheck, culture, feelings, right? expectations from my wife, expectations from myself, expectations from my kids. Like when I'm overwhelmed... I'm like an improperly loaded wheelbarrow that's about ready to tip over Mm. or it's just too difficult to manage. And so when I was putting this together, I kind of went through this little song in my head. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Mm -hmm. That's a very early kids rhyme song. Mm -hmm. Now, you're sitting there going, I know that. I've heard that before. Some people are already going, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. Right. But think about that. Jesus loves me. This I know. Do you? Like that is that is one of the most fundamental things we can go back to in security. Yeah. Yeah. Is check your security. Do you actually believe that Jesus loves you? Do you actually right. believe that you're secure in Jesus or, you, or do you just know it? Exactly. Or do you feel like you have to earn it? Mm. That's where we're at. We we I think we know it, but sometimes it seems so elementary. Because yeah. it's a kid's song that we go, well, surely there's got to be more than that. Like, I have to do something. Like, I get that, Pastor Ron, but I have to go buy Christmas gifts. <laughs> you know, I can't just I can't just go into Macy's and sing, Jesus loves me, you know, and the Christmas gifts will appear. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? I mean, let's be practical about it. Like, I, I have get things whether, to do. Yeah, I've got things to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about, like, he knows you have things to do. But your security comes sometimes in the accomplishment of it or the lack of accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. But at the base level, at the end of the day, do you know, like, I did not, out of 10 things that needed to be done today, I only did three of them. And so you find it hard to go to bed at night. But at the end, can you just say, well, 
nonetheless, this was God's day. He gave this day to me, mm-hmm. and he allowed to happen what needed to happen, and I'm just going to rest in that. And tomorrow I'll wake up, and I'll do the best I can um, in those areas. Mm. Okay, see. Even when you mess up. E- even when you mess up. That reminds me of First Peter 4, 8. Love each other earnestly because mm. love covers a multitude of sins. Boy, I love that one. So it's so powerful that even when you love each other, your trespasses against each other are covered in it. Which, right. And if we're supposed to exemplify Christ in our behavior, Christ's blood uh, covered our sins, mm. you know. And so if it's that powerful, you know, and you're talking about falling back into, to, you know, the easy, safe, uh, bad habits that we have, this is one way to cut it off. Right. Because his his love covers that. Yes. And, you know, that's a great point. I should have even wrote that down. Um, so often what happens when we venture far from that secure point, some... How do I want to say this? Like if you if you venture far from the security of Christ, that's when you find your security in the safe. Stupid. Yep. Mm. Yeah. It's how you just said it. Yeah. So I like how you said it better. Yeah. No, but you know what I mean. Like it's it goes back to the old adage of um it goes you know if Jesus walked into the room would he be pleased with what you're doing kind of a thing. Yeah. Um if you know you can't just tell Jesus hey why don't you go in the living room right now I'm gonna go in here and you know do this or that or I just need time away from you. No, that that independence in that moment actually is it's an illusion. Mm. We think it's a safe spot, like to your point earlier, Ronnie, what is safe and comfortable actually is not safe and comfortable. Yeah. Goes back to the classic Garden of Eden. Oh, just eat this apple, you won't really die. Or this fruit, this you know, and they didn't really die. So they're like, oh, well, that wasn't that bad. Mm. You know, I'm mm. I'm I'm okay. No, I'm just telling you right now, constantly go back every day and check your security, your your relationship in Christ. How do I do that? I have I have to have worship music constantly around me. I'm going to look at my Spotify playlist really quick. I have two songs that I play over and over and over. Now, this varies upon the season that I'm in. And right now, I am playing two songs over and over and over. One is by Hillsong on the God is Able album, and it's called Unending Love. Mm. And then I have another one by Hillsong United that's called On Repeat. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah, I play those, like, and now I go in and out of this. Like, I'll probably get really sick of these songs, probably come January, and I hope, hopefully I do, if you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just stay there. But for some reason, these two songs right now, Unending Love and sort of the idea of grace on repeat, are reminding me constantly in this season of feeling overwhelmed, like I haven't accomplished much or I'm way behind in this area. I could do so much better in this. How do I go to bed at night? I just remind myself that it's God's unending love and grace on repeat is is there for me. That's one way to handle it. Check yourself, guys. Did you wake up this morning and spend time with God? Mm-hmm. Say, Pastor Ron, we just started a pod, an episode on how overwhelmed I am. <laughs> I need 25 hours, not 24. You want me to give five minutes to God? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm going to tell you an easy way to do it. As soon as your feet hit the bed, I'm telling you, as soon as your feet hit the bed, just do this. Say, God, it's a brand new day. Today's your day, and my calendar's full. Don't know how I'm going to do it all, but you do. And then put on some kind of worship song. Find one or two worship songs that really speak to you. Start there. I'm just telling you, start there. Yeah. 
your your mind and your head, your 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 head, your heart, and your hands yeah. want to be filled with something. Right. They have to be. And if we don't fill it with God's presence and God's word and God speaking to us, you're going to fill your head, heart, and hands with something else that probably are going to appear safe, but they're not going to be safe. Yeah. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, check your security. Let me give you another way. When you feel overwhelmed, all right, guys, make sure you're living by your convictions, listen, and not somebody else's agenda. Wow. I just had a conversation the other day that was a little, it wasn't tough. But I had to say, look, right now I feel like I feel like you're more the voice of the Holy Spirit than the Holy Spirit's the voice of the Holy Spirit. Mm. To like a thing, you know? Mm. So so quickly I can look at things, I can look at agenda or items, and I can let those things dominate me. Like we need to be doing this, or I need to be here, or I need and I have to constantly check, like, is that me? Saying that that is where we need to be, is that somebody, something else? Is that somebody else? And I had to say, I think right now that is not the voice of the Holy Spirit because of what it's causing me to feel. Mm-hmm. That can't be from you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whether it's somebody else's agenda, like we need to do this, or we need to go here, let's make sure we – like stop and check that. Do we really need to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we really need to be pursuing this? Like make sure you're in step, excuse me, with where – Christ is calling you to be in step is. Because here's the problem. We respond to the pressure of the moment. Yeah. We all do. Right? It, and whatever the whatever that pressure is, like people will always suggest to you what they think you should be doing. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yep. Isn't that true? Yeah. And you have to constantly check, like, God, is that from you? Like, is that accurate? What could- and you can, like, you can build that. Like, if you're one of those, like, if you're listening right now, and I know there's people listening right now that are like, well, I don't even ever heard the voice of the Holy Spirit in my dang life. Oh, that's a good word. But if you are in a place where you're in that, you like, you're like, I have no idea where to even start with that. You don't start with the big decisions mm. that are like, this is so overwhelming. I need to hear your voice right now. Yeah. You start with the little things so that when when you are in the place of the big decision, you can actually look back and say, okay, this is how he answered then. I can rely on this is how he will answer now because right. he's the same God all the time. Right. Even yes. even when it's it's a more difficult situation. So you, if you're not overwhelmed right now, now's still a good time for you to start um, pouring into that like, how do I hear from the Holy Spirit? How am I how am I seeing him move? Am I noticing him in my kid's life? Am I noticing what he's doing in my life? Like that kind of stuff. Right. Absolutely. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. And just to tie something to that, it's unbelievable how often <clears throat> excuse me, how often we will complain about not hearing, mm. but Ooh, we're not in the right. word. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, how does God Talk to us, right? So, mm-hmm. if you're if you're not if you're not looking if you're looking for an answer and you're not looking in the Word, right? You you're you're going to be absent-minded, right? Yeah. Absolutely, in all things. Yeah, absolutely. And Jordan, you, you brought up a great point as well. Don't wait just to hear His voice in the big decisions. Um, it's it's the little things. And this time of year, man, there are so many voices. Like, can you come to this party? Can we go do this event? Can you mm. come be here? Do you, do you guys mind watching our yeah. kids, like another couple? Do you mind watching our kids while we go out? Uh, there's going to be so many other requests for your time that yeah. are maybe a little bit more unusual than yeah. any other season. And so to Jordan's point, learn how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit tell you like, right now, maybe no. Yeah. Or right now, let's let's rethink that. 
and, and be sensitive to that because it's in the little voices and the little decisions that help you um, in the big. Yeah. We say, how will I know if I'm overwhelmed? Let me tell you what you're going to feel. When you're overwhelmed, you're going to experience stress. Now, we all experience stress. And to some extent, there's nothing wrong. Stress in and of itself is not always unhealthy. Yeah. Like in some respects, it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, to feel a little pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about the 12 roses. Oh. Um, anyway, when you're feeling overwhelmed, you can experience stress, fatigue. Mm. Now, we're all fatigued, but there is a level of fatigue that is like different to being overwhelmed fatigue. Yeah. Um, like fatigue, all of us get tired, but it's, it's, it's so like many different. numbness, kind of like, yeah, kind of out. Like out of body kind of experiences, yeah, you know. First, it brain fog, yeah, like that's just or, uh, or just getting to the point where you feel like you like I can't do this two more days. I, I don't have any more gas in the tank. Ex- yes, exactly, um, exactly. Like you just want to stay in bed, which is early signs could be early signs of like depression or overwhelmed anxiety, but fatigue, frustration. Mm. Now again, all of these things we experience during the day, but frustration. I mean, like. You're you're frustrated at everything, mm-hmm. you know. You're frustrated at everything, and then, yes, I mean, driving in on highways can make you frustrated. Sitting in car lines can make you frustrated, and all those little frustrations. But now you go home, and you're more frustrated with your kids than normal. You're more, yeah. You're, you're hypercritical on your wife and your kids than normal. That's some anger. Mm-hmm. Anger is not always um, outward. Um, anger anger's inward. Um, as well. So like, I'm not, I don't really consider myself to be an angry person. I don't kick the cat and I don't really yell or scream or shout or whatever. Well, no, maybe you are on the inside and and, and maybe you're on a fear, um, tears, you know, like obviously you find yourself more emotional. Illness, believe it or not, being overwhelmed leads to us getting sick. That's true. You feel pressure. The end result is your relationships are hurt. Yeah. All right, let me, let me show you what happens. When you're overwhelmed, you begin to skim on areas of your life. Andy Stanley, I think it was years ago, wrote wrote or made a statement on like, you know, are, are you cheating or something like that? And when you first read that statement, you think, no, I'm not cheating on my wife or no, I'm not cheating here. But he says when you – basically what he was trying to say – I use the word skim – is when I skim off little areas of my life, am I cheating – time away from my kids? Am I cheating mm-hmm. time away and attention from my wife? That's yeah. what he sort of meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like, are you out there in moral failure, but because you've not built enough quote unquote margin into your life because you're so overwhelmed that when you come home to Rodney's point, you go check out to the Xbox and you've just spent 30 minutes in the Xbox where you just cheated your kids out of 30 minutes of time. Yeah, That's what I mean. So you skim in relationships, you, you skim overall. Well, guess what happens when you skim for so long? You get so thin, you're depleted. And now you're living in anger, resentment, regret, lack of peace. You rationalize bad decisions. Remember why we're in this, because when we're overwhelmed, guys make um, wrong decisions and they begin to operate in destructive patterns. You, You rationalize bad decisions. You minimize relationships. You live in guilt, depression. You compromise in your morality. And ultimately, you feel hurt. I ended with that one because I want to start with it. Guys, if you don't deal with registered hurt, registered hurt turns into everything I just read. Let me read it backwards. I wrote these in order for a reason. When you feel hurt, you will compromise your morality. 
you will feel depressed, fall into guilt, minimize relationships, rationalize bad decisions. Your your heart and life will have a lack of peace. You'll end up in regret, resentment, and anger. Like literally, that is that is in reverse. So when you're overwhelmed, these are the destructive things that begin to happen. So think about this. How many times have you felt personally hurt? Yeah. You walk into your house and your wife says stuff like this. I don't think I know you anymore. Wow. Like you're never home. Or when you are, you're not here. Like you used to help out with chores and you're so different. Um, or maybe she just says, where have you been? And I guess it's been a long day. And you come home and you're like, well, I've actually been out trying to like pay bills. And you register that as her. Could she have said it differently? Absolutely. Could you have received it differently? Absolutely. Like I get that, right? But how many times have you registered that hurt? Or maybe your kids say stuff like, Dad, why do you work so much? Um, or Mom, why are you never home? Like you begin to hear the these are areas that you can note that you're 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 skimming in. You're mm-hmm. becoming thin um, in those areas. So when you're overwhelmed, find out if you're living by convictions. Let me go back to that so I can finish. Yeah. Living uh, convictions are different than opinions. Mm. Okay. Convictions are number one based on the word of God. Yeah. Okay. Right, they're absolutely based on the Word of God. Like I know the Lord led me here. I know this is what we're supposed to be doing. If you're not moored down, M O O R E D. If you are not moored down, anchored to, mm. right? If you like, like a a, a deck uh, post that is driven down into the seabed floor, the lake floor. If you're not moored down into that, you're gonna move away. Yeah, yeah. I only say it in a country song. If if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. <laughs> That's another way to say it in a country song. And so, do you even have convictions? Like right now, if I ask you, if you were meeting with me one on one, and I said, write down three convictions that you have in your life, could you write them down? Mm. Most guys couldn't. They would say things like, "I need to be better at this," "I need to be better at that." Or that's not a conviction. As a matter of fact, I'll I'll list later for you what convictions I have and. And sort of what they are, maybe that'll even help you. Yeah, and a lot of you guys are probably listening like, oh, no, I have convictions. I just don't know how to verbalize them. Mm. But um, you should verbalize them. Yeah, write them down even. Yeah. Because if you don't live by convictions, then you're going to live by other people's opinions. Like yeah. you, the tail's going to wag the dog, Yeah. in other words. Okay? So here's here's the last one, and on, oh, I feel overwhelmed. When you're overwhelmed, you need to find spiritual rest. Now, I'm going to read some of these verses from the message version, but I like them. In the book of Matthew, it says this, Then leaving the crowds outside, Jesus went into the house. I have used that verse. Chuck Swindoll spoke that years ago. Like, I wasn't even a pastor just yet. I was new in the ministry, and so probably 35 years ago at least. Wow. And he said this, and I've, and I, I've borrowed it. He said, two inches inside the door of my home is when I'm at rest. And I thought, what? He's like, I try my best not to take work home. When I come home, I don't study the sermons, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I don't stay in, like, work mode. So for a pastor, that's work mode. You think, well, don't you read the Bible at home? We do. I do. But not like Randa does. I I try not to just bring – Randa does hers before the girls are up. But I try not to bring that home because I could. Once I get down into sermon mode, oh, I get into sermon mode. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, God, I've done all I can do on this. I'm going to go home and I'm going to spend time with my family, whatever, we're going to do this or that. My point is this. Sometimes you have to lead the crowds outside. The crowd can be work. The crowd can be your mind. The crowd can be your emotions. And you need to go inside, like go home, Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. 
literally go home, but run to Christ, go back to that. Listen to Matthew 11. This is the message version. Thank you, Eugene Peterson, for writing this. (laughs) He says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace, Mm. meaning love that you and I don't deserve. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Now listen to the next phrase. Keep company with me. This is Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28, by the way, if you're wondering. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Mm. So the verse that says, come to me, are you are heavy and you know, heavily laden with burdens. Yeah, and, yeah. Right, take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just wrote it in, in the, uh, the, what we call the message version, which is perfectly in context. He just puts, I love, the, I love these words. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. What if every day you woke up and God forced grace on you? Mm, yeah. Like force, you're going to live for me, doggone, and if you don't do this by 5 p.m., we're going to talk about going to hell. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Like, how would you feel? Like, you would hate, like, you're looking that at the clock. terrible. You're looking at the clock, 4.59. Oh, no. Does God still love me? Yo, mm. I've been there before at my house. What? My parents are like, yo, you got to clean, you got to do the dishes before <laughs> I get home. And then it, I see the garage door opening, and I'm throwing dishes. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to live like that, guys. That's funny. <laughs> I think we've all been there. Yeah. My dad would say, I want the yard mowed before I get home, and he'd always tell me, I'll be there in 30 minutes. He actually meant 10. It took oh. me three times to learn that. So I'd sit on the couch for another 10, 15 minutes. I got this, as long as I just start. And then all of a sudden, I'd hear his Bronco roll up. I'm like, <laughs> what? That wasn't 30. That was 10. Oh. That's a horrible feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it is. What if that was God? Mm. I'm coming in 30 minutes. You know what? You and gotta, he shows up in five. I got to turn off Martha Speaks. What? Stop watching my show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right? Okay, but listen. He says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. God's yeah. grace is there, yes. but it's not pressure on us. No. Yeah. It's a comforting relational call. But here's the next one. He says, keep company with me. Mm. I love that phrase. So there's so many things you keep company with. What are you keeping company with right now? Bad habits? Rationalizing bad decisions? Are you keeping company with just overwhelming feelings of disappointment, regret, Pressure, stress, anger. Like, what are you keeping company with right now? Does that make sense? What is it you're keeping company with? And how do you how do you get to the point where like you are you need spiritual rest, but like what what do you actually do to get spiritual rest? Like for yourself personally? That's a good question. It's a team effort. Okay. So I do a number of things. One, I kind of what I said, I, I go home and I listen to worship songs either on the way home. Like, yeah. I'll listen to them on the way here and I'm on the way home. And right now, it's those two songs. Like, I, yeah. those songs are on constant repeat. The other thing is, I communicate with Raina by mm. text. I, I do. I'll let her, and I'm like, this day, I just kind of let you know right now. Like, I communicate my expectations. Like, are you going to be home for dinner? What's going to happen? Like, I'm just letting you know right now. I know there's a lot of laundry, but I don't have it. Mm. You know, or, but by the time I get home, because I've said it, we pitch in. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? So I communicate with her how I feel. Uh-huh. She communicates with me how she is like, no, I got to go check on my mom here. I won't be home until late. So instead of me thinking she's going to be home and there's going to be a five-course meal and all the laundry's done, I can just walk into the palace. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't set myself up for failure. Right, mm-hmm. right. 
Um, the other thing is, I just I naturally withdraw in a healthy way. Yeah. Interesting. So you guys have been like around. Separate that. yourself. Like is the same thing that it says that you know Jesus went into the house. He separated yeah. himself. Yes. Now, let's be fair. If you're if you have a house full of really little ones, there's there's not a whole lot of time to right. You know, pull away and separate. So this is where Brother Lawrence. Oh, what did what's the book that he wrote? Brother Lawrence was sort of a, a monk, believe it or not, but he wrote a good book on on how to find time with God. And he says you have to learn how to get your your spirit so in tune with God. That he, and he says, even in the midst of doing dishes is what he calls it, like the clanging and the banging of pots and pans, even in the busyness of life, you can just sort of know that, like sing those songs that you've been, mm. that you played out loud, start singing them in your head, mm. sing them in your heart. Yeah. Tell yourself at that moment, God is in control and I'm not. Yeah. Tell yourself the Lord has led me here. Yeah. Cry out to God and say, God, right now I need your help. I'm, I'm, I, I need help processing this. Communicate that with those around you. Mm, yeah, you know, I love it when my girls got to a certain age. Where I could tell them that I could say, "Look, right now, it's been a heavy day, and you're probably going to find me like this." And yeah. so, I, the silence that you see in me, or this here, this and there, that's what that is. Well, of course, when they were real little. They were like, "Okay, Dad," you know. They'd be like, <laughs> but yeah. now that they're much older, they're like, "Okay." Yeah, and I love it because we can have that conversation with them, mm. and, and they have that conversation mm. back with me. Does that make sense? That's good. Yeah, I think for me, a lot of the time when I'm like uh, really overwhelmed and I I need like kind of like that rest, um, I I think I am more introverted uh, to be honest. So a lot of times, spiritual rest for me looks like mm. like I have different opportunities. Coloring on mine, dry erase board. Yes. Yes. 100%. Coloring on your dryer. That one I think is the thing that I look forward to most every day. It gives you peace. <laughs> no, no, but 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 actually, um, I do like That's I separate. Funny. I try to set my separate myself like every morning. Like if it's not when I wake up, it's like when I'm in the car driving to work or oh yeah 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 or like some something like that. Like just like that time, uh, just to prepare myself before the day and then like even before I'm going to the bed. Before I'm going to sleep, sometime, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you like? I, yeah, I, Ronnie I, Jacob. I've, I've actually something stood out to me that we have maybe incidentally missed, but when okay. you were saying it, because we always think about leaving work and like we're going to go back home. We're going. Mm. We're entering back in the space. We create like we've talked about vices, but we have also these noble quote unquote vices, like working longer to avoid. Oh, going home come on and doing the things that we know need to evolve us and and improve mm. uh, our situation and yet we hold on to like so when you come home an hour later work you were you were doing you were in your safe spot right mm. putting off the inevitable and you also come home come girded with the excuse to say mm. I'm putting food on the table that's what I'm doing right wow. and the entire time you were avoiding Having to have a communication with your wife wow. or having to do the things that you need to do with your kid or or all those different, you know, spending time with God. We, we'll go out of our way. We'll, I mean, we'll chop trees down, build buildings, all kinds of things to avoid <laughs> yeah. doing the one thing, <laughs> you know, so that it just, it hit, it hit on me that we've said leaving work, going home, going back into space. But a lot, a lot of people like, I mean, that was me, especially when I was in the, you know, that private equity space, it's just, mm. yeah, like, it's really easy to just put in an extra three or four hours and yeah. 
and do yeah. that. I don't know if you guys could hear me typing. Or I kind of hurt my own keyboard, but whatever. I, that was good. I wrote that down as a, a potential uh, episode coming up. The the noble task mm. uh, is yeah, what yeah. I wrote down. I love that that verbiage. That is so true. Yeah. I, I I don't think that way. I don't mean to say that like that, but I know a lot of guys think that way. Like for yeah. me, me for me going home was vacation. You know, people will say every once in a while, I say, "Why don't you guys take a vacation?" Well, guess what? In three weeks, we are, bro. I'm we so are, excited. We're going to do this thing. But um, for me, inside my house is vacation. So, yeah. you know, I've never been the one guy that could go. Not I'm not, how do I say it? I'm not against, okay, how do I say it? I'm just going to say it. Like, this isn't, if this is you, this not, I'm not saying you're bad and we're just different. I've never been the guy that could get up at 4 a.m. and go work out for two hours and not, like, I've made it a point as much as I could to have breakfast with my kids. Now, I know mm. not everybody can do that. Or if I couldn't, I was definitely home for dinner. Um, and not every night, we, you know, right, that always didn't happen, but I was never, I never had that mindset like, oh man, I got to work longer. Cause man, if I go home, I didn't, you know, but I understand that's a reality. Yeah. My point is that's a really good point. Those are yeah. considered like noble tasks. Like it's, well, I, I've been on both sides of it. Yes, you like have now in ministry, you know, these things begin to, well, I don't say the the, you have to work on them. Right. But you realize how much of the oasis God has created in the home and, and, and wow. how important every little, like, you're teaching 24-7 to your kids. Mm. You go home an hour late, you, you, you withheld an hour of instruction from your children, wow. period, as a father. Wow. So, like, I, I just took that more yeah. seriously, whereas before, like— I mean, you argue yeah. with yourself like, oh, I got this, I got this delivery, I got this due date, I got this, and I and I have to do it. Right. You don't have to do it, right? Because if 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 you had to do it, God would have created the opportunity for that to get done in the time. Right. He just asked to obey. But we create these noble vices to avoid the pain. Maybe it's tough That's conversations okay. with your wife. Maybe you guys are yeah. have some you know bitterness or resentment from a conversation. You know, you got to come back and. So I just like, but I think that's a good way to say it, and I think that's a really we we create these noble vices. I love that um, to avoid it. That's yeah. that's the issue. Yeah, because sure. let's be fair. There's some there are some occupations. There are many. It can be I, serving exactly. Like yes, you know, I'd love to do that, honey. But you know, I've got to go stuff. You know, oh. reindeer or go yeah. make candy cane <laughs> reindeers for water stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? right. But the, to, to be fair, there's there are some occupations. Not everyone is is like ministry, if you will. Um, but there's there are some occupations where you're locked into 13 hour days, or you've got to finish this construction project by this deadline, or you've got to turn in this accounting statement. Like by like I get it. You've been there. Like to Rodney's point, he's been there. He's been on both sides of of both desks. And so, but hopefully, you've learned something from this overwhelm. We know um, mm. this can be. It's supposed to be the holiday season and light, bright, and airy, and and joy and peace and and all that. And it, and it may not be, but we're hopefully giving you some tips that it can be. Yeah. Um. Just some simple tips of help. I'm overwhelmed, and the whole thing was how to manage stress so you don't fall into destructive patterns of behavior. Well, this is our 50th episode. Yeah. Good job. Jacob's about to push one of the colored buttons and call it a day on our 50th and get ready. Two more episodes. It'll be a year. We are going to celebrate that. We're going to kick off the new year in a new way. I'm excited. Yeah. We love you guys. Jordan, say something wise. You know, a turtle told me once. Turn it <laughs> off, Jacob. <laughs> Just turn it a, off. A turtle? A turtle told me once, oh. 
I actually can't think of the quote from Kung Fu Panda. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> come on. I'm so sorry to disappoint you guys. Are you talking about what's his name? Uguay. Uh, Uguay. Yeah. Oh, See, no. if you just would have cut him off, yes. everyone would have thought that he had something wise to say. I think we just you cut him off. That. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. We love you. Talk to you later, Front Sight. <laughs> Peace. Like, share, subscribe. <laughs> yes. Bye.